Welcome back, Rugby Pick'em fans. To close out Raptor Week, we have none other than Max Statler, another 10-plus year career with Glendale. We talked a bit about walking on for the kicking position at Mesa State before he played rugby to transitioning to the Glendale Raptors after Ted the Spread told him to be at practice on Tuesday to experiencing one of the more bizarre rugby injuries I've ever heard. Lastly, Max told us a bit about the classic Eagles tournament down in Bermuda where he just came back from after the team won the plate final. I somehow managed to lose his Glendale top three selection recording, but he did give us some notable potential 2019 World Cup participants. Enjoy. Welcome in on a rugby pick'em bio. Continuing to roll with Raptor Week, we got Max Statler sitting in his garage, the multi-purpose garage, which can pretty much suit any need that you possibly have. Max, thanks for uh, coming on. Yeah, thanks for coming to, to the Party Planners Lair. We got to start way back when you first played rugby, when the origin story, everybody's got one. You first touched the ball or some friends like, you won't play tackle sport or just push you over the edge. When did it happen? Yeah, it happened uh, freshman year, college, Mesa State, uh, now Colorado Mesa University. I was a place kicker and um, got ended up getting sports a hernia. So after a hernia, you're fine after four weeks. And these guys were uh, playing rugby in my backyard, Canyon View Park. Went over there and they're like, come try it out. Had a few runs. They found I was fast. And they're like, well, come play. And I was like, well, I play football. You know, and they're like, well, are you playing now? And I said, no. So uh, three practices later, you know, they show up at my house. We're like, we, we need you to come play this game. And I'm like, had no idea how to play yet. And uh, I remember they put me on the wing. And so this is the first day. For, this is the so third two practices, third rugby experience. Still didn't know the rules, how to do it. And I remember this guy came around the corner and I tackled him with my face, <laughs> not knowing how to tackle and got a bloody nose for the first time. And was like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my team and I'm like, am I okay? He's like, yeah, you know, let's keep going. And after, after that game, I hit five penalty kicks and a couple conversions, you know, lining up from 45 meters, hit a 50 meter. And, you know, after that, I was like, I'm hooked, you know. So let me hear this right. You took over 10 kick attempts with a fucking hernia. Uh, well, I was, <laughs> from what I know about hernias, well, that's about the most painful well, motion. To I do. was, I was, I was recovered from the hernia. Because, oh, but I, I was a medical red shirt for football, so okay. it was like, hey, wait till next year. But, yeah. you know, kicker, hey, kick this field goal, you're off the field. Do this kickoff, you're off the field, you know. And these guys were like, dude, you can run, tackle, hit, pass if you want to. You yeah. know, <laughs> if you're in the NFL making that kind of kicker money, it's a good job. But if you yeah. want athletic competition, it's a bit of a stop and start, yeah. stop and start. Well, you know, it's a, it a D2 school, so I mean, it was kind of, it was, you know, this is 2004, so. You know, it wasn't quite that big yet, but, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't realize what uh, the can of worms I had opened up for my rugby career. So so before you started all that, what, what kind of athletic background are you coming from? Did you play other sports aside from football? Uh, soccer. Soccer my career. Um, played that until my junior year of high school and uh, actually got a scholarship to uh, Fort Lewis, defending national champions that year, but just... Uh, coach rubbed me the wrong way, quit the team, walking by uh, the, the football field, and uh, my good friend Sammy's like, come play football. And I'm like, I've never played football in my life. And, you know, he dragged me over to the coach with tears in my eyes, and he's like, hey, this is going to be our new kicker. 
And this coach was like, ah, we have a kicker. And then my buddy Sam was like, no, this is a better kicker. He said, said, right now, 50 yards, five attempts. Well, the coach was like, be here tomorrow at this time. So, you know, I go home, tell my dad, and he's like, all right. And he's like, but I'm going out for the football team. He's like, what? Go to guard sports, buy four footballs, go to the school down the street. You know, after three attempts, you know, I'm slotting 45-yard field goals. It was, you know, just like, okay. You did your homework. Yeah, yeah. So I went and did that. So so I go to practice the next day, you know, at the beginning. And they're like, okay, wait. So these coaches, they made me sit there for two hours, the whole practice. Like, you know, just I was like, all right. They're seeing if you have the mental fortitude to be a bored kicker. Something, to sit yeah. around. If you can sit around and do nothing for two hours, then yeah. the job is there. Yeah, yeah. So I was, you know, patiently waiting. So then they, they, pull, they pull me. They go, hey, soccer player. Um, and I was like, yeah, come here. So they lined the whole team up behind us. And they have the, the starting kicker kick a field goal. The me kick a field goal. Starting kicker kick a field goal. Me kick a field goal. So after about 30 yards, his were kind of getting over, and I'm just sailing them, sailing them. And then he's like, all right, let's let's get it going. So they had the team stand behind me yelling pretty messed up stuff, profane things, you know, getting personal. Hostile American <laughs> D2 football crowds, <laughs> yeah. what you'd hear there. Where, yeah. where the 45 yeah. and older yeah. people, you can actually hear them because yeah. there's not enough fans there. <laughs> so, so yeah, after, uh, after the other kicker, he couldn't make it at past 40. And they kept marching me back, marching me back. And then I hit the upright on a 55-yard attempt. And he's like, you're starting on Friday. So from then on, uh, you know, I was... Well, rest in peace to that other kicker because <laughs> yeah. that, that's like the modern-day kicking version of a fight to the death. Yeah, well, it was, it's okay. He In was the a, old culture. He was a safety and a wide receiver. Oh. So, like, it was like he that was his third job. Yeah. So he's like, thank you. you know? <laughs> so, you know, that's funny. Took, so, so you definitely came with hand-eye coordination, foot-eye coordination. What other sports? Because the contact people I notice, rugby people that come through with good contact, are defenders in football that could tackle, but wrestlers love inside leverage. Did a little wrestling in uh in middle school and uh, broke my sternum, and I was like, all right, I'm over Jesus. this. Yeah, yeah, no fun. Um, and then I played a lot of golf, a little bit of basketball, which helped me with rugby, but mostly just soccer and. Big power lifter. Still okay. to this day, uh, enjoy, enjoy power lifting and, you know, trying to lift up more than you should. So well, That'll help you with explosion yeah. on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, when is the first time – you were part of the original, the OG Glendale Raptor group. Yeah. When did this first come to culmination? So I moved to Denver um, in 2000, 2007, and uh, I, was just, I was just hanging out, working uh, working at the bar, uh, going, to, going to Metro, and uh, the – Mesa State team had came up to play against, I believe it was the Highlanders, and they called me and they're like, "Hey, come on out," and uh, went there. I ended up starting, played thirteen, scored, uh, had all, all the tries, had some 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 big runs. It was still pretty social, pretty kind of low level, and uh, the assistant coach was actually a friend of our coach, uh, this guy Lee from England, and Ted, the coach now, actually to this day, was like, "Who do you play for?" And I was like, "I don't play for anyone." He's like, "Be at practice on Tuesday." So then I started playing big boy rugby, you know, instead of social D2 college rugby, this was D1, heavy hitting, ex-pro, foreigner, you know, like. So that was your showcase game. Exactly. Wait, did you play for the Highlanders against your old team? No, no, no. I played oh, I with my say, team. How dare you? <laughs> no, no, no. And then, you know, and then <laughs> we proceeded to the social after and, you know, and uh, so I went out to practice and, you know, it was, it was a rude awakening how to really play the sport because yeah. I was just like, oh, you know, I'm just. I was a fast kid with the big leg, you know, but you gotta have, you can't just be a one trick pony in rugby. So I, I learned uh, pretty quickly and then went, was under Division Two team and then 
you know, they were pretty short D1 and made a pretty long run in 07 to actually make it to the national championship where we lost by one point. Um, and uh, during the playoffs, there were some injuries, ended up getting the start in the, in the semis and then the finals. So, um, yeah, it was still pretty raw then. And then from then on, I was like, okay, like this. Any first year rugby crossover is going to take their lumps in the first year. Because yeah. you just it does you can't learn it in <clears throat> under six months. Like, no, it just doesn't work like that. Even if you're physically and mentally a beast. Yeah, you know, and and it was the uh, the mental thing because physically I was you know I was very young, <clears throat> quick, but uh you know that they made me watch a lot of film you know and you know you know wing was the only thing I could really play then as opposed to now I can play back three so it was uh it was cool looking back at it I was like I wish I would have known or would have picked a few plays and maybe could have been the difference maker in the ship but you know i you know down the road i progressed so everybody looks back at their careers like oh man if i just fended that guy or yep, gotten or up quicker didn't step out of bounds or <laughs> you know <laughs> you pretty much played for two coaches over this decade-long stretch with glendale compare and contrast andre snyman and davy williams well, uh, to, to correct you, actually, three coaches. Ah, three. Uh, Mark Bullock, director of rugby. Yeah, um, he was the one who really, uh, you know, who turned, uh, we call him the man maker because uh, he turns boys into men. Got it. And, he, he can make you. Make yeah, and kid. so he uh, he definitely saw, you know, the raw raw talent and potential I had. But, you know, he saw that, like, my work ethic and social lifestyle almost uh, were front seat to rugby. And he's told me, you know, he's like, you're a waste. You know, why don't you do this instead of this? And then, you know, and I, I took it personally. And so I I did. And then I was able to, you know, get the win. And, you know, the beer is all sweeter. You know, instead of doing it the night before and the night of, you know. No. But uh, Andre Snaman was, uh, you know, he came in and uh, he, uh, you know, he made me earn it again after because I got on a good rapport with Bullock, you know, had some big years. But it was like he wiped the slate clean. And his style was really, really cool because he's an exotic expansive player and he was a center wing in his career so but uh so he he liked to he he designed the game to almost to you know the the speed and the in the new the new age of rugby kind of so. have the back three get put away exactly you know yeah. and it's like you know each play is designed to get the inserting wing in the in his hands or to spin it out wide or get the fullback or inside inside outside exactly yeah. so it was it was really cool playing with him you know uh dave williams he, he came in and was uh, you know he he's uh he's so uh, ahead of the curve just because he has so much experience with the U.S. sevens and this and he just he's he's had the strength and conditioning and defense of would you say a tactician is a good term yeah he uh he I wouldn't he's in control you know and uh, it went from Andre being a very very big players coach and very personal to being like hey this is your job from Dave Williams be good at it or you know i'm your boss and yeah. be in trouble so because of the accountability yeah. exactly, because went exactly. Professional. yeah and don't yeah. get me wrong dave williams you know we've definitely had a few pints and he's you yeah. know he's and he's a fun guy but uh it was two different styles and um but uh both both very very fun for me being a wing yeah. so yeah 10 years people i mean different rugby players have ups and downs when you play that long what was your most challenging injury and why was it the hardest one to overcome? Let's see, challenging injury. I've had a couple pretty serious hand injuries. But, runner runner ups. Uh, yeah, runner ups. <laughs> I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say the rupturing of my spleen. So <laughs> that was that was a good one. Um, uh, ruptured it in a sevens tournament in San Diego. 
um, in the final uh, that we lost terribly bad. bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, ended up, you know, after the tournament, I was like, let's go. Uh, the team wanted to go to the beach, wash the, the the blood and sweat and dirt off. So me thinking, oh, I just maybe popped a rib or, you know, something. But I started feeling pretty funky, got to the beach, got my feet a little wet, and it just kind of shocked my system and took a picture. Then I was like, all right, I'm going to go sit down. I went back to the, the, where all of our stuff was at, and I couldn't sit down. I couldn't lay down, and I started, like, my skin color started turning gray and I was like there's something pretty wrong here and then I kind of went into shock one of the boys came over and was like are you okay and I'm like no definitely not one thing <laughs> put led, me down close they, my eyes so they uh we they rushed me to their van and uh they're like we're stuck in PB rush hour and I was like uh-oh and it started uh overheating and ended up, I threw up on myself and blacked out and I was like I, I'm dead you know you know I come to about five minutes later in an ambulance so thank god they called an ambulance got me to the hospital Emergency life-saving surgery. They uh, had to do. A, they embolized my spleen and car- and uh, they burnt it and they and they plugged it and carterized. Uh, uh, they called it embolism. And then uh, so basically, you know, I'm there and uh, this doctor's in there and I'm in this operating room, pretty drugged up, and he's just kind of giggling. I'm like, what are you laughing at, man? And he's like, you rugby players are weird. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? He's like. If you've been about here about two minutes later, you'd be dead. And I'm like, what? He's like, you know that choking you're having? I was like, yeah. He's like, that's your body cavity filling up with blood and bile. He's like, you just bled to death almost. Wow. And I'm like, well, so that was a long week in the hospital on a, a lot of drugs. It's oh, probably rare that players – I mean, I guess this is what happens with an internal injury. You don't get it addressed on the field and have the sense of urgency, and you kind of walk away like, I don't feel so good. And then it's almost like – Running it that close. Yeah, you know, I, I've broken everything, you know, and I've cracked some ribs, and I was like, it was just a weird pain I couldn't describe, and it was like, you a know. slow fade. Yeah, and it was like, I just felt like I was filling up, in which yeah. I really was, and yeah. then it kind of got to my esophagus, and I'm like, all right, maybe something's seriously wrong here, but that was a rough one, because first game back from that, I broke three ribs and punctured a lung, so it was like, my whole left side of my body was just was ruined for like a year. Good but, scars, though. <laughs> Well, yeah, good, good, uh, yeah, good scars. Yeah. A couple good scars. So every, every, I mean, if it's a good injury, you should be walking away with a scar, a story. There has to be some upside aside yeah. from sitting out rugby. Yeah, I mean, there's no, I mean, for injuries, I can't really say there's an upside except reflection. And uh, you, you come away mentally stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but you know, I mean, I would, you know, it's it's I it's kind of weird to say, but it was worth it. You know, I mean, it's. You know, rugby is, you know, probably kept me out of jail or, you know, into maybe even something worse, you know, and it's, it's built your community of everybody, you know, around. Yeah. Too. And, you know, uh, the people I've met in this, in the States and around the world, you know, I can, I can honestly say I get, there's not probably anywhere in this world I couldn't pick up the phone and have a couch to stay on, you yeah. know, or even a, you know, and with that being said, they're probably going to, if, if I'm calling them, they're going to be like, all right, you know, put on your drinking pants and let's have a night out. So it's a culture. It is a culture that I've really really came to love and cherish i got a guy you've met through glendale rugby okay and i have a pr- proposal a situation okay if mayor mike from 2008 had a conversation with 2018 mayor mike what would they talk about would it be glendale rugby's success or the new renovation and expansion of shotguns <laughs> i think it would be uh, a mixture of both i think it would be you know uh critical thinking is a big term he likes to throw around and you know mike uh Mike is proactive and just, he wants to have a good time. You know, he wants to make sure everyone has a good time and he wants to legalize things that should be legalized, that he has made legalized. And, you know, 
You get you get a hypothecary, a gentleman's club, and rugby. I mean, that's I mean, in sports we call that a triple threat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if 08 Mike met 18 Mike, you know, I think they'd uh they'd uh sit down and pour a glass of red wine, light up a light up a cigar, and celebrate the and 10 say, years. Yeah. What should years. we write to 2028 there, Mike? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, no, he's he's done good things to raise rugby's profile right here in town. Exactly. Yeah, I, not I, just good things like influential. Things. Yeah, you know the you know he's a big big uh, starter and founder of this MLR. You know, just trying to really grow it. And now that now that we're paying these young players and expanding it, you know, we're getting overseas attention where it's like, hey, we want to go over there. You know, and for this the you know the inaugural season of the MLR like. I don't think it could have gone any better. I agree know? with you wholeheartedly considering <laughs> the latter and what that was, but we don't talk about that yeah. on Rugby Pick'em. No, 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 no. No, we do, but we don't. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Um, no, the first year was great, right? Like, it ran a little late, so the player development dropped off because they were bringing in guys to fill yep. roster spots. But that won't happen this year because they know it's a longer season. And they're going to load up bigger, and they're going to have bigger salary caps to pay. Yeah. I'm with you. I love that players are getting paid, and it's going to make the European leagues better too because they're going to find talent here, and their talent's going to come over here, and it's a more competitive market for players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I think it's just it's going nowhere but up and quickly, you know. And uh, I I think you know talking to a lot of the boys, you know, from Houston, Seattle, Austin, they're just like. Man, I played a five-game preseason, and now I'm seven games into a regular season. Like they're they're a little whipped and a little, but I think they're 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 they're, they're fixing the kinks and screws, and they're you know they're they're gonna find a system where they can keep everyone healthy, happy, and and some coin in their pocket. So yeah, I mean while we're on the MLR, I'm frothing for it. They released the schedule. It's gonna be sixteen games, home and away each, nineteen rounds. So there'll be a couple buys in there, uh-huh. but it's gonna run. From January all the way through to the Eagles tour in June. And uh, it's going to be plenty of rugby to play. Yeah. Do you uh, think high school kids, if they're good enough, are going to get signed? Like an 18-year-old? I mean, yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, I don't know any coach or general manager or team that would deny talent. Yeah, you know? like, it would say no. If he yeah. is an 18-year-old and yeah. can sign for himself and is like, I want this. Yeah, I mean, and he's good enough. Definitely. I mean, going back to the Snayman thing you brought up, I mean, he was pulling 17, 18, 19-year-old kids out of South Africa and bringing them to Denver, and they were just running amok, you know? Yeah. You know, they had Honko uh, Grimish, you know, the the fridge, you know? They brought in um, Armand Peens, who was just the tactician with his foot in his hands, you know? Speaking of some of your Glendale teammates, the tour going on right now, there's about – eight or so current and former Glendale Raptors on tour. Um, any of those guys that you think is just going to have, not only make the squad, but have a big World Cup? Yeah, you know, uh, Sean Davies, their nine, their leader, you know, he's been just, you know, he gets better every year, which is crazy yeah. because I've been seeing him since college, and I'm like... It stinks that he got the injury in the first round. Yeah. Really well, knowing Cam boils my blood just yeah. seeing the play because mm-hmm. there's a lot of follow through in a choke slam. Like yeah. a guy has so many times in that motion to decide, you know what? I don't think I'm going to follow through with this. Yeah. And he fucking just put him down. Yeah. That's uh that was definitely tough to watch. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully he's coming back quick and, you know, there's always a couple dirty guys out there where hopefully he gets, he gets, uh, he gets tuned up in honor of his nine, but God, you know, everyone who's came out of the Raptors go up there. I mean, I, I, I like to see Bryce break out. You know him, him and Lasique at the centers. That's just that's a, that's a lot of meat moving around. 
but they're also so fast, you know, it's like, that's like someone my size, you know, someone, someone their size moving around at my speed, which is pretty scary. Yeah. So I'd like to see, you know, as a back, I'd like to see, you know, Bryce really go, go forth and, you know, just, just take over some, some games, you know, so. You don't even have to score a ton to get in the stat sheet. Like people can just see when your play is moving the ball forward Mm -hmm. as opposed to turning it over. Like that's how you are influential in any rugby game. Yeah. He definitely does go forward and he has that, he has that, that slick little offload, you know, because. He's got two guys on him. He still has the able to get the ball free. He's that strong. So what's his personality like off the field? You know, he's like <laughs> he's like an old man at like twenty three. He just is like, I'm gonna take my nap. Routines, uh, routine. Habits. He's easy. He's quiet, but he's also he's got good timing and his humor. Um, super funny, humble, humble kid. You know, because I try and get a rise out of him, and I'll get the smile. But you know, he's. You know, I'm just wondering, like, what's he thinking? Like, he's like, should I ball this little guy up, or is he really just yeah. laughing because I'm funny? So, I mean, he's a he's an old young man. I like to I like to say, you that's know? good. <laughs> um, which brings us to what you just got back from. The mm. fan kicked in, but we can kick it up a notch. <laughs> the old the old heater. Yeah, you got to stay warm in here. You just came back from the USA Classic Eagles tour down in Bermuda. What's that like? Uh, and what exactly is it? All right, so Classic Eagles Tour is um, it's at the, the the World Rugby Classic. It's called okay. Eight countries go in and compete, and they call it the Classics because it's old boy rugby. Thirty two and over to play. You know, even though there might be a couple older twenty year olds or some early thirties, but man, it's eight days in Bermuda, which is just a magical, beautiful place. And I can honestly say the two times I've been there, it's been the two trips of my life. Yeah. You know, and it's just nostalgic. You know, you're playing on a team with guys you've been playing against all around the country for 10 years. So, I mean, these guys make your life hell on the field and you make their life hell and then you get to play with them. It's super exciting, you know, and it's something you've always wanted to do. And this year was just very special because we uh, ended up winning the plate final. We haven't done that good since 2003, I believe, you know, and the tournament's been around since 88. So this year, uh, this year was great because, you know, a lot of people brought their families. I brought my girlfriend, Audrey, a lot, a lot of family time and boys time because it's pretty, it's scheduled out down there. You yeah, know? they got some games. You you basically play like a first round game Sunday, mm-hmm. Monday, semis Wednesday, Thursday, and the finals Saturday, Sunday. Yes. And you guys went two and one, two and one, plate final, plate final. We uh, lost Argentina, who ended up winning the tournament, uh, and we had a real close game with Italy, beat them sixteen fifteen, and then when we went to played France and uh, beat them nineteen nothing. Did know? the Italians flop? On the field, uh, the Italians. Uh, is yeah. there the level of soccer drama on the rugby field, or you know, not, is that not even? They're yeah, well, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, they're they're quick to slow it down, and yeah. uh, you know, to, to, to I'm not gonna say uh, be, I'm not gonna say dirty, but uh, no, let me pushing see. the line. Let's let's call it a uh, professional minute. They use some performance. They use they use a little too many minutes, if you know what I mean. So, <laughs> but that was a good game. Uh, I ended up getting two tries that game. Um, and then uh, teammate Maximo put in two penalty kicks to get a sixteen to fifteen. So and it was, it was down to the wire. And to put that last try away was, it was pretty awesome, you know, because I was I hadn't I hadn't had too much success the first year, and uh, you know I needed to be like, hey, they brought me down here for a reason. You know, I need to get some I need to get ball in hand. And I need to get some some speed out there, and I need to put some tries in. You know, that's my bread and butter. And so it was good to manifest it before and actually make it happen. You so know, it made the. It made that trip that much sweeter, and the you know, 
And don't get me wrong, it's a pretty big social tour, you know, from costume party to sponsored dinner to kangaroo court to rookie show to, you know, hosting hosting parties. Plans. It's it's <laughs> it's you don't have too much downtime, and the downtime you do have, you're recovering, either from the hangover or or the or the rugby game or both. Yes. <laughs> Um, let's do some culture really quick. Okay. Uh, Music-wise, what do you want your intro and your outro song to be? Now, Good pick. Um, walking, like going into the rugby game we're talking here? Into this recording. Okay. In and out. In and out. A smooth in and mm. maybe a hard out. Shh, a smooth in. Um, you know, some Starboy. Uh, it's the weekend. Just a nice smooth beat coming. Get you pumped uh, up. Uh, uh, uh. That's a good. That's a good come that's in. A, that's your come in. But once you know, you're out, my out song is you know, oh God, I'm a huge metal fan. When I'm in the gym and the pre workout, but you know, I have to maybe some Eminem, pour the forty out. You know, so that's, that's just pretty heavy and hard. You know, anything okay. that anything that pumps your butt up or boils it, man, that's that's what I'm about. You that's know, that's a but, little outro too. We'll just skip out to that. <laughs> um, playing against you over the years, like. I'd say it's pretty obvious your your short distance burst, your speed mm-hmm. is your biggest ass on the field. What's it like to just line up in the beginning of the game? You already have a go. You look at your defender, and you know when you're about to get the ball, I'm about to burn this guy on the outside. I'm 100% sure I'm going to take him on the outside. Yeah, What's that, that like? That's 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 good. You know, um, it's it's uh, it's like I said, mental has become huge. And when you look at someone and say there's nothing you can do about it, and you can see that on their face, it makes for a long day for them. And a, and a fun day for you, yeah. you know? But, so, I mean, if you feed me early, get me started, I'm going to make it a long day, so. Wings already, like, shading you to the outside, trying to push which, you back in. You're like, oh, you're, you're done, buddy. I'm sorry. You know, that, which is, yeah, which is fine. You know, you do, take all the precautions you want. I'm going to do what I'm going to do, you know? And, and if that's not working out, I'm actually, I actually, I, I, I've been known for turning the corner on people, but you know my 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 favorite thing is as is, is to insert. You know, I love banging off the ten or coming inside the twelve and thirteen. You know, or coming even inside the wing from the fifteen. So you know, I've always kind of you know the, maybe it's a little man syndrome. I want to bash it forward. You know, do you play rugby with a chip on your shoulder? Oh yeah, I do everything. <laughs> I do everything with a chip on my shoulder. You know, or else or else why do it? You know, huh? I mean, you know, I'm I, I'm a very competitive. I'm very I, I'm. I'm not going to say I'm a, I, I like to win. You know, it's not going to ruin my day if I don't. I'm a, I'm a very humble winner and loser, but, uh, it's better when, yeah, I mean, I'm going to, you know, you're even, on you the know, right side. Of exactly. The <laughs> exactly. You know, you know, winners, winners, winners get remembered, you know, you know, no one's, you're not getting, you're not signing too many kids shirts if you just lost the game, you know? So, yeah. But well, Max, cheers. What, uh, just what, what would you tell the 2028 mayor Mike? What is in the future for Glendale rugby? I'd say we need to put a dome on Infinity Park, <laughs> you know, take, or tent it the yeah, entire way across. You know, if, if 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 things are going the way they are these next ten years, I think, uh, you know, why not? Yeah. Or or maybe Infinity Park become a practice field, and then the you know we'll be we'll be playing in, you know, the Mile High Stadium, you know, or but uh, I'd like to see a dome. Anything just because <laughs> I'm a solar powered warm athlete. Yeah, you know, you even know though what? I live in Denver, I'd like to you know that could happen. But I'd like to say uh, put a dome on it and. Uh, you know, and you know, twenty twenty eight and twenty twenty eight, you know, maybe uh maybe a World Cup for USA. Yes. You know, maybe or at least an appearance or, you know, a top four finish, you know, that'd be I think that's why not have our goals on that, you know.
So definitely for uh, Mayor Mayor 28, you know, let's let's, let's either get a dome or get a let's let's, let's get in that World Cup final. There you go. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Broke my sternum and I was like, all right, I'm over Jesus. this. Yeah, yeah, no fun. I'm so drunk, I can earn for a month. Anybody chuck, go to the trunk. These twelve start. I was I was recovered from the hernia. You want it, come get us. Seven mile running, wild homies with us. It's on my pillars, it's talking that and got no problem with smacking no clicks. I have my wife, start your growth, left, right, that's all she wrote. And they kept marching me back, marching me back, and then I hit the upright on a 55-yard attempt, and he's like, you're starting on Friday. So from then on, uh, you know, I was... You know, you know I'm, I'm looking at my team, and I'm like, am I okay? He's like, yeah, you know, just keep going. I'm gonna say the rupturing of my spleen. So that was that was a good one. Coach rubbed me the wrong way, quit the team, walking by uh, the, the football field, and uh, my good friend Sammy's like, come play football. And I'm like, I've never played football in my life. And, you know, he dragged me over to the coach with tears in my eyes, and he's like, hey, this is going to be our new kicker. You know, he's an exotic, expansive player. And he You know, rugby is, you know, probably kept me out of jail or, you know, into maybe even something worse, you know. So me thinking, oh, I just maybe popped a rib or, you know, something, but I started feeling pretty funky. Just a nice smooth beat come in, get you pumped up. Look at what you got. Only talk to a chick, put burgundy head on the aisle in the vet. Bump us up the door, see that top on that 40. You know what's coming loose, see me on the aisle daily. If you're running it, if your chick 
favorite thing is as is, is to insert. You know, I love banging off the ten or coming inside the twelve and thirteen. You know, or coming even inside the wing. That's what she said. There it is. Yeah, Clean that, cut. That's fun. Yeah. 